tech with the jet brokerage is it's realistically I always say jet brokerage and I and I do that as like marketing. So people hit me up for the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the jets. But it's a tech company. Why? Because it's all based off of um an app. It's all there. Yeah. So I don't ever plug the company and say it. People will go to my bio and, and go through my find my stuff. Yeah. But it's an app. And so it's where you can go and get a jet. It's where you can go and get um you can charter charter a jet, you can charter a yacht, you can charter um yachts, you go get mansions, you can get vehicles. So even if it's not your guys' fleet, you can still charter other Yeah, it's not our fleet. We own nothing. Okay. So you're like Airbnb for jets. Airbnb, Turo, um, VRBO, um, all of it together, but then we also have concierge where they connect everything for you. So now you got somebody on the phone making sure when you get off that the driver's there, mm. making sure that okay, this is the here, these are the kind of villas that you want. Okay, yeah. so everything is set up. Okay, where do you want to eat at? What everything instead of being in a position where you go on a vacation and somebody has to handle it for you, or you got to have a butler. Yeah, and you like okay, well, who gives you the butler? Right. This is one that, okay, well, here, we'll put a butler with you for, you know, the luxury travel for people who travel and move like that. Yeah. We'll put it all together. But it's a tech company. It's full concierge. Yeah. So it's a, it's that's the tech company. But I was looking at um, with real estate, we deal with and one of the things that always had my attention and I liked was the storage units. And I'm like, struggle with getting them up to full occupancy. And I say, you know what? I'm like, just go get franchises. Like I've been talking like CubeSmart and I'm like, I may just go get up, just start doing franchises and just starting and, and branding and running with different franchises and just building that portfolio up where then, okay, I got five or six of them and just sell the whole bundle in five years. Can I get them to full occupancy and, yeah. and let the franchise, the the whole thing go. And so it's, it's just so many different avenues when it comes into dealing with M&A and dealing with different businesses because it's so many different approaches. And it's like, where's my best value yeah does the jet brokerage have empty legs yep i'm gonna have to look that up mm-hmm. i've actually been waiting for an empty leg to pop up for cabo i'm like i got my fingers crossed i'm like man hopefully because mm-hmm. there's always a ton of them from vegas to to cabo yeah 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 vegas to cabo vegas to la yeah oh yeah getting to la is easy yeah on yeah the empty it's legs. just yeah like so i check and um and let you know yeah let me see what's out there. Yeah. So how does, if, if you guys aren't actually like a charter company, um, how do you guys make money? What do you mean like a charter company? Uh, I guess the way I look at like, um, the, like the usual charter companies I use out here in Vegas, mm-hmm. um, they got their own fleet, they manage them, they, you know, whatever. They, they, they usually don't. They don't have their own fleet. They're, they're doing the same thing. It's usually owner. A lot of times is that it's owner operators. Um, and yeah, that are putting the, their planes under management with those guys. Not yeah, or they're out available. Like people are constantly booking like flights. You know, when you go out to look for, uh, if they say you need a private jet going from Vegas to Cabo, and we put it out there, you know, looking for a plane Vegas to Cabo, the management companies are the ones that's hitting back. It's kind of like you know when you booking a load on on trucks. It's like they'll start to hit back. It's not. Just okay, we got these planes, and these are the only ones that we're gonna move. They wouldn't be able to exist. Yeah, like it. if they got five planes, like they're not doing great because they can't support the staff. Only so much I can do. Yeah, because the demand comes in. So a lot of times is that they're booking planes out 
from other companies and different people. And then they, they get paid off the booking. Got it. What do they usually get paid off the booking? So the pin is, it's not, it's one of the volume games. Yeah. But it's just a higher volume where you might do $1,500, $2,000. Sometimes, you know, we'll, we take losses sometimes depending on the client. Because if if we want to compete and we want to win over the client, we may drop the price down. So it's like, oh, he's cheaper than everybody else. Yeah. Because we want to get the client's business. Long term. So it's not always a thing where you may make fifteen hundred, two grand off of a booking. Yeah. You know, and so it's always different um different scales and, and when they travel and how if it, if we land an empty leg, like we were at Super Bowl, it's a million planes out there. People are like, yo, we got an empty leg leaving out. We just started buying them. Like, yeah. we just going to buy them up front on an empty leg price. And now we're selling it retail because right. we know people got to go back. Got so it. we know somebody's going to Philly. Yeah. So we so like, yo. Arbitraging. Yeah. So it, in that sense, we did because we get to see insight. Yeah. So this is where I'm coming in at. And I'm like, it was a, it was like a 16 seater going out and it was like 60 grand. I'm like, bro, that's a, a $90,000, $95,000 flight. I say that worst case at 16 seats at, at 60 grand, we sell each seat. Yeah. Like so we'll, we'll, we'll do a party and just, we, we'll go. And, um, Jalen Hurst ended up taking it. <laughs> and so, you know, we end up retailing it. So it's like you, you, you realize now that's a different, the profit was a lot larger. Yeah. So, these are the things that kind of happen and it's just so many different variables that go in that people never could see. So what about like these jet brokers who they sell planes to? So like I've talked to a couple of them and they're like, hey, you know, I can go find you a plane, which they're just searching and whatever. <laughs> then they're like, yeah, and then we can manage it for you. So like that's the money. How are they managing it for me? Like it's just that. So like they're the ones who at that point are telling the other companies who like yours, like, Hey, we've got this plane. If, if you need it, I'm not, I'm a partner in this industry. So I'm right. not the expert in this industry. Yeah. yeah. So if I could be wrong. They'll get on my top. They'll be like, yo, you should have <laughs> said this. Or you should have said this. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to managing is, is that it's a lot that comes into dealing with the planes with your certificates, your maintenance, yeah, everything that, that goes on, making sure that the price is right, making sure you got all your paperwork together, the clearances when it when it travels. It's not one of those things where it's like you can get it and just send it places. It's a lot of work that goes into it. So there's companies like um, Dumont Jets that will do the management. They'll go out and they have constantly hiring pilots. They they have multiple jets under like Dumont has 100 jets, 200 jets. And as managing it, they'll give you perks and benefits. Mm. So with the bigger companies is is perks and benefits because like um we did a deal with Dumont and Dumont would give me owner pricing if I flew any plane under their company. But they were maintenance. They had maintenance centers. So whenever my one time I was in New York, my plane went down and they brought a plane from DC that had to fly the parts over because they didn't have a part and to, to fix it quicker, but I needed to leave. So I took another plane at the same rate I was booking my plane for. Yeah. And so, and it was a bigger plane, but this was the part of being with a management because they have a fleet. So when you buy a plane and you got them, they not only is it keeping it booked, but you look at, okay, 
How many other people's planes do you manage? And what's the perks and benefits from being with you from the ownership side standpoint? But with even with like a Duma, they don't only book their jets. They're booking planes. They'll go out and get other planes that's out there on the market mm-hmm. if nothing's available. Right. So with that is that when you put it with somebody, it's just they manage everything. They kind of handling your paperwork. They're handling the, the the maintenance and the bookkeeping and making sure everything is registered correctly. And it's it's a bunch that goes into it. But like I said, I'm not the expert in that industry. I was a rookie and bro ran into so many mistakes and learned so much. Right. In it. Like. But I just bought into the company. So I kind of started learning just from. So do you think, you know, I, I've thought about buying a plane. Like, is it true I can actually use it and still make money or break even or. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. I, I, the, the reason I say it was tough now on that side, because I had months I made 90000 off my plane and I'm like, yes. But I had months I lost thirty. Yeah. 60 and I'm having to pay not lost but I'm having to pay yeah, yeah the benefit was where it benefited me was taxes yep social media yeah you got recession proof on the plane of course of course <laughs> <laughs> so that made me the money yeah to where the value is intrinsic you can't see it it's yeah just yeah just the the PL is only one aspect of it you can't. And so I said, hey, I know when I bought that plane, my numbers went through the roof, mm. went through the roof with sales and things like that. People keep telling me that. It went, it changed. And I said, oh, so was it worth it? Thousand percent. After a while, I started paying and realizing, like, do I want to, I didn't know, like, you know how you deal with your staff here? Yeah. I didn't know what to deal with them that, Somebody said they're going to manage your plane. You think, okay, well, cool. All I would look for is like, how are we doing? Yeah. I didn't know I should be talking to my pilots. I didn't know like Christmas came around. I didn't give Christmas bonuses and one of them quit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Got rough. Yeah. To where now I don't have enough pilots in rotation. I'm losing 15, 20,000 miles every single month because we're not getting enough flight time. Got it. And I'm like. Why no one tell me that? So when people ask, like, yo, what do you think? I'm like, yo, you you have to learn the business. It's like another business. You have to learn it. Yeah. So my biggest thing was if I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have partnered with the 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 different brokerage and the company that I'm with, it wouldn't have been great for me. Right. It wouldn't it's have been. It's all gonna be dependent on the management. Yes. The management and 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 your involvement. If you plan on making money off of it, the you you'll make more money if you stay off of it. Right. You you want to have a jet and fly on it? Cool. Don't plan on making money. <laughs> yeah. Take the taxes. Go use it for marketing. Yeah. And it'll, you know, do videos on it, do things like yeah. that. Shoot, talk about it. Create jet content about the actual airplane in the industry. Right. Go do that. It'll make you, it'll help you make money because we're online. Right. Saying, okay, I want to jet, I want to broker it out and make money. Stay away from it. Mm. I stay away from mine. Okay. 